Well, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Well, welcome to Elevation. Um, I guess y'all kind of know me now, but if you don't know me, I'm RP. I'm a leader here. Um, I got the squad all over here. Uh, they wanted to be called the OGs, so I'll call them the OGs. They are, yes, they are my squad of God, and so they hold me down. Um, so about me, uh, like Free said, I graduated from Hendrix um, very recently. Uh, so I don't think there's very many warriors out here, but I'll hold it down for them. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, I spent some time at UCA too, so I got love for y'all also. So I got love for the Bears. Um, but yeah, yo, CBC, sorry for you. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's kind of crazy that I'm up here because if you would ask me like four or five years ago, I'd be like, you won't catch me near a stage. Like, I'm going to be off in the back, just chilling in the cut. And one time, Freeze, like, Hey, bro, do you want to you wanna MC maybe one day? Like, you should get up there. I was like, uh, I'm chill. I'm going to just go this way. And, like, I was like, I don't want to do it. And he's like, oh, come on, just do it, bro, just do it. And so I was like, okay, I'll do it. Um, I MC'd, and apparently it went pretty well because now I'm up here. And so if this is trash, though, y'all can blame Free because he put me on the stage. <laughs> but, yeah, so I want to talk about releasing control tonight. Um, and the reason I want to talk about this subject is because I think a lot of people deal with it, and it can show up in a lot of different ways. So, like, maybe it's school for you. Maybe it's a job. Maybe it's your eating habits. Maybe you don't need to go to TB every night at 12 just because they're open, you know? Um, I mean, I'm guilty, too. Me and RJ, we stay eating late. <laughs> but maybe that's it. Maybe it's corona, and you're like, I'm living in a bubble. I'm never coming out. Like, this is my life. So I don't know what it is for you, but I do have some examples for you for what it looks like to have control and what it looks like to release control. And so to tell you a little bit more about me, I'm super big on cartoons. Like, that's my life. It's like oxygen for me. But if you know me, you know I hold one cartoon to a higher standard than all the rest. And that is, that is SpongeBob. That is SpongeBob. That's my dude. Um, and so DJ Bailey's got a video for us that I would like y'all to watch. So Bailey, if you could pull that up. Have your neck. Patrick, fix him up while I find him a good specimen. Firmly grasp it in your hand. Firmly grasp it. Firmly grasp it. Alright. So I love that. Like, there's two reasons why <laughs> there's two reasons why I wanted to show a SpongeBob video. And it's because one, I had to figure out how to get into a message at church. Like I think it's kind of a historic moment right now because you don't see Pastor Rick or anybody being like, make sure we roll that SpongeBob clip. Let's, let's get the people to see it, you know? So that was cool. And then the second reason why I am showing this clip is because when you look at that, like that looks brutal, but that is us. Like we are Squidward in this situation and that <laughs> jellyfish net in his hand is our grip on control. And you look at it and he's bandaged and he's hurt and you saw him like squinting and stuff, like his eyes were all bugging. Like that, he was hurt, he, he was not in a good place, he was having a terrible time. And this is what we look like when we try to have control over situations that belong to God. And so, I got another example for y'all. I told y'all I love cartoons. So Bailey, will you go ahead and pull up the next photo? Y'all remember this meme with Arthur? Yeah. So look, look at my man Arthur, he's so frustrated, bro. He's like this, I think DW did something to him, and he's just like this, and um, <laughs> I, I think about that, and that's us too. Like, that's our everyday life, where we're walking around and we're like so frustrated. We don't know why our plans aren't working. We don't know why everything we're trying to control isn't working. And like, you're having real life conversations. You're going around and like, someone's just trying to say what's up to you, and you wanna swing on them. 
like for no reason. Or you pull up to McDonald's and you know they're gonna get your order wrong. Like you just know it. And then they do, of course, right? They get your order wrong and you just go off on them. And like y'all know if it was Chick-fil-A, y'all wouldn't dare pull that. Because you try to yell at the Chick-fil-A workers, they'll already be talking about, oh, we got a blessing in the bag for you. Like it's good, we got a blessing. And so, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you're just there and you're like, dang, it really is their pleasure. Like that's crazy. <laughs> or, or I'm gonna throw it back for some of y'all. Drake and Josh, that one episode when, uh, when Josh, his package showed up, and then he was like, "Have a nice day," and dude's like, "Don't tell me what to do." Like, <laughs> that's that's us. That's us, and we're wondering, we're living life like that, and we're wondering why are we so frustrated? Why are we so mad? And my question to you is, did you ever think that you were so frustrated with your control because you were holding on to something that you were never designed to hold on to, or you were never capable of handling? Like. Is that real? And um, this is something that I went to, like, went through. Uh, I was facing the same thing this past six months. Like, this was real life for me. And for me, it was, uh, it was a relationship. And I was so, so desperately trying to control it and be like, I can fix it, I can fix it, I can fix it. And full and well knowing, like, God, you deserve control of this. I need to let you handle it. But I told him, like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to, I think I can get it. And it just didn't work. And I was tweaking, like, you can ask anybody I was hanging out with. I was going through it, like, <laughs> Titus P. Quincy in the back, he knows, RJ knows. You can ask free. Like, there were so many times he was like, bro, you're being stupid. And I'm just like, yeah, I know, I've been practicing. Like, it was that type of thing. Like, <laughs> like and I was just like, dang. And so, it's, <laughs> I met with him, like, every Tuesday during the summer, even leading up till now. And he would, this one time, we were sitting in the office and we were talking about control. And he was like, I want you to hold, hold this bucket of bungee cords. And I'm like, why am I? Is he about to Mr. Miyagi me? Like, for real? And Mr. Miyagi, he taught the karate kids. So he was always doing like weird stuff like wax on, wax off. So I thought it was one of those type moments. So I was like, okay, is it that? And so he made me hold it the whole meeting. And I'm sitting there. And we get to the end of the meeting. And he's like, okay, tell me how you felt about that. And I'm like, um, I felt like I shouldn't have been holding it. Uh, I wanted to put it down. I don't know why you really made me do it. I really want to let this go. And then he's like, okay, was it worth it? And I sat there and I was like, dang, it really wasn't worth it. And what he was doing is he was painting a picture of what it looks like to hold on to control. And what I found out is that I look just like those memes that were up there. My fist was so firmly uh, grasped around the control in my life that I, I just couldn't function right. And the thing I learned about that is when your fist looks like that, when it's clenched around control, your heart usually looks the exact same. Like it's a mirrored image type thing. And so even when you look at your heart physically, like a heart cut off from everything leads to physical death. And it's the same thing spiritually. When your heart is cut off from God, when it is cut off from the plan he has for you, you don't grow, you die. Spiritually, you die. Um, and so a point I want y'all to write down, you don't have to, but I mean, I would. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> this is something I learned, but I feel like it's a bar. But our control leads to spiritual cardiac arrest. God's control gives our cardiac rest. Like, yeah, I was like, I, was, I know, bro, like, hip-hop taught me well, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, trying to be. But, you know, maybe, maybe you're sitting there and you're like, well, this dude, he's just talking about cartoons, and I don't really watch cartoons, and I'm a Disney fan anyway, and he's not even talking about Disney, and I don't even think he's talking about the Bible yet, so, like, I don't really trust him. Well, okay, don't worry about it because I've got some, I've got some of the word for you. And so we're going to be looking at Jonah. And Jonah is like one of the most iconic, well-known stories about control, I think. And now that I'm thinking about it again, it's like there was a movie for Jonah too that was a cartoon. Y'all remember the VeggieTales one? 
Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That, just a little side note, like, I remember them always telling us about that, or we always watching that movie in Sunday school, and, like, if there was no lesson plan, they would just go to the back, and it's like there was a box for, like, uh, break the glass in case of emergencies, and there's, like, a Blu-ray disc of Jonah in the, in the case, and they're going to pop that in, and then, like, everything's back to normal, like, we're Gucci. So, I don't know. I think about that. But, uh, like I said, yes, Jonah's a very well-known story. God told Jonah, go to Nineveh. Jonah was like, ah, I don't know if that's for me. I'm going to go do my own thing. And so we're going to look at Jonah 1, 1 through 3. And so this, these verses say, The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because it, wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. So in other words, these verses are just saying, Jonah decided to take control of the situation and do what he wanted to do. And so now you move forward a little bit and Jonah gets thrown into the water by the sailors and God sends a fish to swallow him. And so now we're going to pick up in chapter, Jonah chapters 2, 1 through 2, and also look at verse 10. So from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. He said, in my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me. From deep in the realm of the dead, I called for help and you listened to my cry. And the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. And so Jonah, he was in that... He was inside of that well for three days, fish, whatever you want to call it. He was in there for three days, and I think God would have left him there until he was willing to pray. Until he was willing to release his control, I think he was going to stay in that state. And I think it's the exact same situation for us. As long as we are unwilling to release control of our lives or do what is necessary to give God control, we're going to be in those type moments, those bottom of the fish type moments, wondering, when am I going to get out of here? So, oh, where am I picking up? Sorry, y'all. So Jonah 3, okay, Jonah's out of the fish now, and God is about to tell him to go back to Nineveh. So then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was a very large city. It took three days to go through it. Verse 10, when God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction he had threatened. I just think it's funny how, uh, how once Jonah finally released control, he went, God put him right back in the situation that he was in to see if what Jonah had said is something that he really meant. And that's just kind of, that's kind of crazy to me. And then I even look at the verses and compare them to, okay, Jonah spent three days in this fish. And then the journey to Nineveh was also three days. And when I look at that, I see that Jonah's control got him three days in a fish and got him to his lowest point he had ever been in. But once he gave control to God, he got, he went, he took a three-day journey and was the cause of the salvation of an entire nation, and it was filled with blessings. And I think that's the, that's the situation a lot of y'all have right now, and y'all have the opportunity to, to leave that belly of the beast type situation, that lowest moment, and walk into a place of blessings. But the only thing is, are you willing to release the control that allows that to happen? And so, some of y'all can relate, relate to this very well, um, and you're wondering, how do I release control? Like, what does that look like? And I think the release of control looks like going to God and telling him, forget all my plans, Lord. I'm willing to follow your purpose. You have to take over if I want life to work out for me. If I want these situations to be fixed, if I want to be healed, I need you to take control. And so maybe that's, for you, that's turning down a job. Maybe it's, it's not dating that girl. And yeah, she may be a baddie, but maybe she's actually just bad news for you, you know? Like, is that real? Like, I'm, real life. <laughs> I'm, I'm being real with it. 
Maybe it's not going to school forever because everyone in your family did or everyone tells you that's what you have to do to be successful. You know, it, it, it could be anything, whatever your situation is. Um, and so now you're probably wondering like, okay, why should I give up control? Why does God want control from me? And I believe the answer to that is the reason God wants control for you is because he has a purpose for your life and he would never want you to settle for anything less than that purpose. And all your plans are always gonna, they're always gonna be less than the purpose that God has for you. And so yes, that plan that you have, it may lead to success. It may, it may lead to all types of stuff, but it's like, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm sorry y'all. Um, so what is it gonna take for you to release control? Um, I know it's scary. I know it's hard sometimes. I know it doesn't make sense. I know we all learned that Carrie Underwood said, Jesus take the wheel. But she never, told, she never talked about how, how nerve-wracking it is to be sitting shotgun sometimes, you know? Like, it's a scary thing, and it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be scared. But don't let that fear keep you from living out what God has for you. Don't let that fear be the reason that you don't let go of control. Um, and I've been there. Like I told you, my situation was a relationship, and I was so scared of losing it, and I, I didn't want to let go of it. And you may be there too, but... Just like those pictures, just like the fist, just like freaking Squidward. Um, we've got to let go. If we want God to move, we've got to let go. We've got to open up our hand. We've got to open up our heart. And just give God the chance. See what he does. See what happens when you let God move. See what happens when you, you say, God, I know this is so frightening. This is something that I don't even know if I can handle. Um, something I learned about releasing control in your life is that peace is a result of it. And what I mean by peace is that no matter the situation you go through, no matter um, how crazy it seems, no matter if it's the exact opposite of anything you ever thought you would experience in your life, you are 100% comfortable and capable of surviving that situation and being content in that situation because you know God has full control of it. And all you have to do is let him run the show. That's all you have to do. And so I know there's a lot of you here trying to figure out, like, what do I, what do, I do with this control? I don't know. I don't know what's next for me. Um, first of all, can y'all just bow y'all's heads and close your eyes? Probably should have said that first, I'm sorry. But um, I just wanna, just wanna, if you feel that you need to let go of control, if you are looking, if you're tired of holding the weight that you've had for so long and you're like, I don't know what to do, just let it go. Just let it go. Um, and I know it's so easy to say and so harder to live out, but I promise you, if you give God that opportunity, if you give him the chance to, to take control of your life and just see what he does, I promise you, the blessings are gonna be amazing. I promise you, I know your plan sounds good. I know, I know you've been working on it since seventh grade, since high school, since your freshman year of college, but I promise you, it is never gonna compare to that purpose that he has for you. And so if you're sitting here and you're ready to let go of that plan, if you're ready to give God control, if you're ready to open your heart, if you're, you're tired of being cut off from, from who God is and being cut off from what he has for you, then I just want you to raise your hand. If you feel like surrendering control, if you feel like I'm done with it, I'm so tired of it. I know a lot of y'all are sitting here and you're like, I want this weight off me. Guess what? There's someone who can take it. Are you willing to give it to him? Are you willing to release it? And so if, you're, if that is you, then I'm just going to stay up here and pray for you and just hope that God gives you the peace you need, gives you the release that you need, and that the blessings they just overflow and you get to look back and be like, wow, because I gave that control away, I can thrive now. I can be who God calls me to be. I know what my purpose is. My plan sounded great, but this purpose is so much better. It's so much better.
Don't be like these memes that I showed you. Don't be like the way I've been this past six, seven months. Be free from the control that you have on yourself. And so I'm just going to go into, into prayer right now.